you so much for joining Eduardo. We have Eduardo in the house here in our podcast. He is a, a Facebook streamer mm-hmm. and also manager of Bajaya Dragons. Um, before we begin, and we would like to um, our um, uh, listeners to know, just want to know more about your background and how did you get into gaming in the first place? It's a long story, very, very, very long story. Uh, but I, I've always been uh, very captivated uh, by games since I was a young kid. And uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people keep saying, people, especially the older generation, uh, people who play games, your brain is going to rot, you're going to become stupid, you don't, <laughs> you, you're not going to study well, and mm-hmm. all these things, which is true for me, but uh, <laughs> because I'm, I'm too into it, la. I'm too into it. Uh, but I do think uh, games uh, is very challenging. And I really like uh, challenges, lah. So not, not the educational challenges. I like the <laughs> the the puzzles in games. Like uh, back then, we have Game Boy. You know, all different different kind of games. Yep, yep. So every game they have a objective or some kind of story. Back then, lah. Nowadays, the game is all about in-game purchases. But uh, yeah, <laughs> there, there's some kind of like a story that you have to beat your rival. You know, uh, some yeah. kind of fantasy yeah. in real life. In in fantasy that. Uh, how to say it like simulates a little bit true to real life so i i think those challenges are really great and i I've, I've always been uh, very captivated by gaming and my parents when i was young they are very against it my dad is mm. like a like a very famous uh educator a very famous professor in mm. in the education industry mm. so for his elder son to <laughs> to not focus on education and mm. And uh, how to say, and to be this into gaming back in the days is a crazy thing for him. Mm, mm. So I do share your sentiment, right? Because um, mm. I think, I believe um, most, if not all of us here, we also grew up in the same sort of culture. Mm. I also grew up with games and also we, um, I had to secretly uh, play games. Yes, yes. And in the, during the midnight, you wake up and then you play until five o'clock in the morning. And I mm. and then mm. I I keep the console things like that. So it's a similar sort of uh, um uh, situation. And I do share your sentiment. Um, but but what my my question to you is, in what stage right where you were able to tell yourself, okay, um, this is a good decision, and also this this could be my career. It's always I mean for me in life I always uh I always look at things in a very how to say because what my 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 parents is because of the education how I'm cultivated as well. It's like nothing matters if you can't live a good life, right? Yeah. Nothing matters if you can't earn a good living in whatever you do. So even and and there's a very I always watch all these uh, entrepreneurs, you know, speech interviews, all these things. So I get a lot of different perspective in life, uh, in terms of career and business. And it doesn't matter whether I'm in uh, esports or not. For me, I just want to do well, you know, in life. Mm. Uh, so I I did do well in life. Uh, just not education wise. <laughs> I was uh almost finishing my studies, and at the time I was doing a my own online business. It's like a freelancing kind of thing. I hire many freelancers and then I get jobs and then I give it to them. It's like a very private private freelancing kind of thing and I earn pretty good money and I was earning 
I was like a student. I think I'm very confident I earn more than the head of department mm-hmm. of my of my college, like university at that time. Doing pretty good business, private, you know, it's private, it's not very you know, famous. As long as I do good business and I'm I'm happy, you know, I can I get to eat my food and all these things, it's fine for me. So when I was doing my business was uh, my online business is pretty stable, you know. Uh and 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 I was I was thinking, hey, I mean I've always been into gaming, you know. So yeah. when after I do my business and I just play my games and everything, so at the time I feel I I also watch YouTube, you know I watch Twitch, and I say to myself, hey, Malaysia no people doing this, nobody streaming, so I just stream Since I have so much free time after I finish, you know my dealing with my clients, I have plenty of time because my workers are doing the job for me, and then all I need to do is just uh, uh collect the payment, all these things. You know, yeah. So it's basically um, work your work your butt off from the ground, and then yeah, it's actually point, a very hard. Yeah, it's like my the way I like I built my business is all very tough. So all those experience translates into managing a team as well. Like I have the burden of ca- carrying the the how to say the the brand of Bajaya Dragons. So my experience in my own online business and also my experience as a streamer. The streamer thing is another story lah because. Uh, I gave up my I gave not really gave up lah. I I still have it, but it's not as profitable as before. It's just it's just going on stable stable, lah, you know. And uh, like my private business is private, you know. But for streaming, you have to build. I, I'm the brand, right? Mm. I'm not very handsome, yeah. not very funny, you know. Not very, not 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 as I I would see myself as not as as good as the other streamers. But how how do I get this far, I would say, it's just being very business-minded. Just need to understand what the fans okay. want. Yeah, you were saying you that you, you, were, you, were, you are mentioning this, but I think about 460,000 followers disagree with you because just, that's, just, that's how many that you have. Just need to understand what they want. Understand <laughs> the Malaysian, the Southeast Asian mentality. Then just give them what they want, you know. You you mentioned earlier that you are you know that your skills your business skills help and your esports knowledge or at least the video game knowledge help you transition to managing Bajaya Dragons. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe what we can do is we can talk about Bajaya Dragons a bit and um, what exactly is your role in Bajaya Dragons as a manager? I am first hired to be the marketing manager because uh, during their first year they are not very well known. They uh, used a marketing agency which did pretty okay for the first year they got uh, 10,000 followers for the first year and then uh, my role when I first got in they said look uh, I mean well, it's quite funny uh, because they say uh, you're a marketing manager you know, marketing is marketing you know marketing you just focus on expanding the brand but then they said they, they also tell me uh, you can you build the best warriors team in Malaysia and Southeast Asia hmm. I'm like, oh, that's what I want to do. Uh. Sure, sure, I'll do it. La. You know, it's like, it's for if you do other jobs, right? It's, this is like another department. This is team management, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. And then it's an OT kind of thing. So that that's where my experience as a private business owner uh, came in. Because mm-hmm. as a business owner, you have to do everything. You need to do HR, you need to do marketing, right. you need to do advertising, you need to do everything. La. So so when I came in, I don't mind it. La. I don't mind it because it's what I enjoy anyways. I didn't ask for more pay. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I just yeah. I, I just enjoy doing it. And yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and as a live streamer, I already know what marketing is. It's just, it's just running the Facebook, yeah. you know, the ads, you know, yeah. doing content, all these things. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we're well, speaking about raw we're riff right now, one right? Of the um, oops, sorry, I think there's a bit of lag. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, just speaking of Wild Rift right now, we did have a conversation about this um, Weijian and I a few mm-hmm. a few times in the previous occasion where we were talking, we were saying that Wild Rift, right, the idea of Riot Games is to is to um, capture um, this market, this C region, because um, the assumption is that more people will have mobile game, uh, mobile phones, and the access to Wild Rift would be higher. Mm-hmm. And to compete with games like MLBB mm-hmm. or PUBG Mobile, right? Mm-hmm. Even Free Fire, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, just want to just want to get your view on like Wild Rift and its development in the C region. Whether you see there is any potential to be the leading game in mm-hmm. the region here. I would say I would say it's a long way for Wild Rift to be the number one mobile mobile game in in Malaysia because uh, I mean we all know the elephant in the room. Uh, mobile Legends has uh, started a long time ago, and I came from Mobile Legends. You know, mm. I came from right. my my fame came from Mobile Legends. I'm thankful for the existing of the game, but yeah. before I was even known as a streamer of Mobile Legends, I played League of Legends before League of Legends even exists in Malaysia. You know, I played the North American server. I've been following League of Legends for a very long time since, like way before 2000. Uh, it's around 2009 where I discovered the game. The game first came out. Mm. Mm. So I came back from Army, uh, NS, and then I was like looking for something to play because at the time we were playing the Warcraft 3 Dota, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and then it, and then yeah. it, it, yeah. it, it came. It, uh, at that time around 2009, Garena servers uh, dying. I, I, I yeah. can't remember what was the reason already. I, you know the, the Warcraft yeah, yeah. 3 Dota scene is not, not as good fun or, or whatever. I can't remember what was the reason la, But I don't want to, you know. So, I was looking for something new to play la, You know. Then I, I discovered League of Legends. I saw a very old stream of uh, NA. It's not stream. It's a YouTube, what la, of uh, a North American team Counter Logic Gaming versus yeah. I think Epic Gamer or TSM. So I saw that that game and I saw wow this game looks the team fights is the team fights that kept, captivated me and the like the the east the players that were were cheered on by the fans you know and from there on my dream is to always become a professional player. It's like wow I knew I get <laughs> admired so much by if I can get so much admiration, you know, I mean, this is the famous dream, lah. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> when you, yeah, it's just wow, sedap nia, boleh. I you want know? to be a footballer, so, but <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, way yeah. Off. <laughs> yeah. Dream, dream is a dream, lah. You know. So I, I started playing. I started. I started playing in North America for League of Legends, lah. League of Legends. Yeah. It's a long story, but long story short is I played that game and then yada yada yada. Mobile Legends came out, and at the time it, it it crossed to my uh where I was doing my private business. So I was doing my private business no time, right? So I had to find something like League of Legends. It was like already already seven eight years by that time, and I can't I can't put in one hour two hour for one just one two games. Not worth my time, right? I want to enjoy fast and quick, almost the same experience. Right? So Mobile Legends came out. I really wanted a League of Legends. Uh, mobile edition, but it didn't. It, it was not. Like, it's not there. So Mobile Legends came out, and then I'm like, I was enjoying it. You know, just playing it casually. And after that, slowly, I felt like, uh, I think I should stream. You know, mm. I think I can do this like, with my business sense. You know, I'm yeah. so proud of myself. You know, like, oh, mm. 
you know, I think uh, with my business smarts, I can make it, lah, you know, like, oh, I can get the... Fo- Actually, I get all this following, right? Maybe some people, some other people, celebrity or what, they, they feel like they are very, like, accomplished, like, oh, I got 460,000 followers, man, I'm a famous guy or whatever, right? But I don't feel that way. I feel like I'm just still a normal person that likes to play game. The yeah. followings I get is because if you want to be a live streamer, it's your job to have a fo- have a following, right? Then, then I, I have a, whether or not you are able to share your secret tips. Lah. Because like 460,000 followers, right? These are not easy numbers, you know. I don't think these are something that you can just buy or like, as, as you say, just business-minded. Yeah, you wish you can buy it. How yeah. Is it? If you're going to buy a page, 400. <laughs> you want to buy from me, I don't think you can afford it. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not, I mean, it, I mean, where do I get that money from? Even if my private business is doing well, I won't buy a 460,000 page. It's crazy. Yeah, so, so that cannot be true, right? That you are not funny, you're not handsome. I'm pretty sure that there are some of these elements, right? That I tried, I tried a lot of things like, because I am more business-minded. Yeah, and I am very willing to adapt to what is attractive in the market at the time. This is what business businesses do, right? Yeah, I, I totally and and I am not like other content creators. Other content creators, they have their own personality, right? They have their own kind of like uh stick lah, you know, hmm. like uh some people they yeah. they are the ragey type, like Tyler one or some, yeah, yeah, some somebody yeah, is just respect, yeah. Yeah, some somebody is just straight up funny. Somebody is just straight. Up. I tried everything, a mix of everything, because I observe. It's just like a business strategy, you know. I observe. Yeah, I observe. I observe the market. I observe why this guy is so popular. I observe why this guy is popular. I I took inspiration from many many different streamers. Like I watched uh, at that time, and then like PewDiePie at that time, it was good also. Mm. So I mix everything into one portion. That 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 is also actually a a weakness. Of, of me like, because I don't have a clear personality. No, I don't, I have, a, I don't have a clear personality. Like. But in any event, it's working out fine. Uh, Weijian, you got you got a question? Yeah. I mean, I, I share a lot of sentiments with you. I follow League of Legends quite mm-hmm. a lot. I, I particularly follow the, the LEC nowadays. Not so much the American scene. And similarly with you, you know, I was looking for something similar. I stumbled and I came back to Wild Drift. Uh, if I may just poke your query and uh, just just for our listeners, since you are so, uh, what's your highest rank on League? On League, I was diamond, for di- diamond four, I believe. Diamond wow. four. Wow. Okay. Great. Well, I, I, there's a there's a pretty good uh, achievement in League of Legends that I only had once. I went to uh, during 2011. I went to WCG. WCG oh, wow. WCG 2011. I still had a photo for proof. Eh? <laughs> wow. <laughs> 20, 20, I, I re- actually in in my personal Facebook, I recently just posted. I said I was I was the original, you know, the OG. No, because people say, oh, I'm the new, you know, the new king of League of Legends. I'm like, dude, I played so long already. You have no idea. So uh, these 20, people they don't know they Yeah, don't they don't know the the. I mean, it's ten years of paying off, you know. So it's like a lot of knowledge, yeah. a lot of experience. So 2011, went to WCG qualifiers in Kampa. I, I played AD. Like, I was decent. Like, I was decent, you know, platinum to diamond, okay. decent. Like, I was decent. So this yeah. guy, and then this this guy, he he felt like my AD was pretty good, you know. Then he he, he was a, like a, like a middle-aged guy, like, actually. 
So he was he played top lane. He's really good, and then he wanted to find the ADC. So 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 this hey, this kid is pretty good. So he he drove he drove and then he come and fetch me, and then he he fetch me and then he drove us to Kampa, like that. It's it's wow. so far. It's so bloody far, you know. It's so damn far. Yeah. So I I I so and then um as a kid I was like seven, probably I think six, uh what eight uh almost nineteen twenty years old. I can't remember when. Uh, what 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 year old I am already? So I was there, and then I I at the time I'm poor, I'm dirt poor as well. So I went there, I don't have food to eat, and then they treat me uh four ringgit kolo me, and I felt very very happy ah. Uh. Four ringgit kolo me, I was really hungry, dirt poor. You know, my parents are against me gaming, so they give no money at all. Yeah. Like no allowance, you know. And you want you yeah, they said yeah. you want to do this, you do yourself. You go and find your charter, you know. You go and find your way. Yeah. yeah. So so now then after the um this um WCG you've gone into League of Legends and then I understand that you are slowly transi- transitioning to WoW Rift mm-hmm. and I it, it wouldn't be wrong to also say that you are not the only person that transitioned to WoW Rift right because yeah, um, there are a number of players mm-hmm. also that transition to WoW Rift. Do you see that there is any sort of um difference in the game and whether or not there's um, different sort of um, um, attributes that you should have when you play Wild Rift instead of uh, League of Legends. Like from a casual player standpoint or a professional? Yeah, from a player? from a professional standpoint. Since I, from a professional, I think I I feel like the reason why Wild Rift is not growing as fast as Mobile Legends now is uh, the professional side of things are uh, too much of a focus. I feel like. It should be. I mean, the reason why Mobile Legends is so popular is because they cater to a very casual market. Yes, there is a, a professional and a competitive side of things, but the game is still the barrier of entry is not difficult. It's just way too easy to learn the game. It's way too easy to fit your way until Epic rank and and then eventually get to Mythic. <laughs> just tatao main pun boleh Mythic, right? Like, but for WoW Rift, you you yeah. can you. It's not possible for you to reach Diamond if you don't have the basics. Even yeah. people that that is at diamond, they 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 can't like. I just feel like they don't have. They still have yet to grasp the 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 basics of the game. Even, I mean, for <laughs> league PC, if you reach diamond, is in Malaysia, I would say it's pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do have a confession to make, lah. That I don't play League of Legends or WoW Rift. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It's fine. I'm it's a, fine. I'm a OD. I'm a Dota player. So. Yeah, yeah. Dota is the same thing. It's like. Dota is a totally different ball game. Dota is like the highest. I mean, uh, although I'm a League of Legends fan, you know, I always will be. <laughs> and I, I played a lot of Dota during my college days also. Before I started my own online business, I, I had a bunch of friends that I played Dota. I followed them. Because they are playing it, so I play lah. You know I what I'm saying? I think that's generally the more yeah, popular yeah. game at that time, it, it, right? It's so it's so yeah. it's yeah. it's it's very mechanically challenging. I mean, getting I mean, if you're mechanically good, you can get somewhere already in in because mechanics is so important in in yeah. in Dota, yeah. and so and I, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and that that is not even touching the strategy side of things. Yeah, so yeah. Eduardo was sharing like um difficulty in reaching that that uh level in in League of Legends diamond. Do you Wei Jian here is the League of Legends player, so I do have to refer to him if if that is accurate. I can I can definitely confirm that it's very true. Uh, you know, being a very hard 
low-level gold is not very amusing for me. But I do enjoy the game and just watching the pro scene. Uh, shifting on to what you've mentioned earlier that I think was very interesting. Uh, you talk about how the pro scene uh, in League of Legends is, uh, is the main focus, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I realized that I used to follow the Malaysian uh, League of Legends scene as well. So I realized, you know, players like Chidi, Karuto, Arij, mm-hmm. Veki, they have also transitioned to Wild Drift. Mm-hmm. And there's a, like a massive exodus into it. Uh, what can you, you know, what do you have? What, what, what's your views on this? I mean, League PC in Malaysia is dead. Like, right now it's dead. <laughs> the server is just like yeah. running on yeah. at cost, I, I, I would say. Uh, but, uh, I mean, all these players, they still have the dream. And they feel, and this game is... It's not really the game they really like to be successful in, but the market is the market. Like I said, you know, you have to understand the market. Yeah. Why why Malaysians are more prone to mobile gaming? Because our probably our uh, how to say average income of the country is not that great. You know, not everyone can afford an expensive PC just to play PC games. But everybody has a phone. If you don't have a phone, you're not a person, right? <laughs> you know. So you have right. the, the you have the shittiest phone in in Malaysia. Also, you still can download the game and you still can play at a very low frame. But you still you you still can play the game. You know what I'm saying? Right. The, which, which is why Mobile Legends, PUBG Mobile, all this Free Fire, you know, Wild Rift, it works. And and yeah, that's that's why mobile game. You have to understand the market. So that's why they when when I when I approach them. They don't even know that they they want to play like Chile was playing for PCS, uh, at the time. Correct. That's and then that's, and then yeah, and then yeah, and then yeah. I I was forming my Wild Rift team. You know, I had a decent lineup, and then I told because I was in Bajaya Dragon, I'm the marketing manager. So yeah. I I told him he's the professional, but I said, look, you you have free time. You come and watch us. You know, after your scrims, so you come and watch <laughs> us on Discord. Actually, yeah. they are now training on Discord as well. Yeah. So wow. so, so I said, look. You come and watch you you got some experience you teach my boys how to improve right so after watching because he was playing pcs with a bunch of taiwanese right so probably he feels lonely yeah. eh, as a malaysian the only malaysian player so after watching yeah. the Mala- malaysian player play uh while we, then he, probably he saw something right the friendship mm-hmm. you know the the uh, same countryman trying to achieve something so so he told himself you know what i'm gonna quit pcs and i'm gonna coach for a team because I'm not good enough to play yet because switching from PC to mobile is is a different ball game but he yeah, has the knowledge right so so he started coaching yeah. during preseason if you guys follow right during preseason yeah. he was the coach and then when he was not coaching when he's free he plays the game himself and he climbs faster than our players because he has the <laughs> talent right oh no yeah. Oh, so no, don't let your so, players listen to this. <laughs> so so th- then after that he became our uh, starting lineup uh, starting support player, yeah. and and uh, since he he has the experience coaching us and then he can coach and play la. Mm. Then yeah, after that, the yeah. rest is history la. Yeah, okay. the rest is history. Yeah. yeah. I do I do want to shift gear a bit uh, from speaking about professional games and how um sustainable is it in this market to to the issue of how sustainable is it, it is to be a content creator in Malaysia. Um, mm. Once a while, I do notice, um, I think even in our Facebook, we do have a group, like eSports um, page, where a lot of these content creators, they share their stream on that particular page, hoping for some some people to just uh, stumble upon their streams and then watch watch their streams and then become a fan. Um, do, you, do you see that there is any sort of development 
or whether or not it's 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 good to be a content creator generally in Malaysia. In, in terms know? of live live streamer. Yeah. Yeah. If you ask me, and if I were to give an advice to a normal person, I would say being a live streamer is not for everybody. Even to be honest, it's not for me also because I'm I I'm not really the kind to to lion people. I, I it's not mm-hmm. that I'm sombong, but I'm I'm introvert. I'm an introvert. I mean, being in gaming itself screams introvert, right? And then I <laughs> I just I'm just not. I just don't really like to lie on people. Uh. Probably if you chat yeah. me online, you will probably feel like, hey, this guy like quite sombong. Like he don't want to reply me or something. But actually, I'm just busy doing my work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's just... Yeah. Uh, and and being a live streamer, you need to you need to have that kind of friendly vibe, you know? Like, you like, hey, yeah. thank you for liking and all that. You know? So that's <laughs> not me. That's not me, really. Yeah. That's not me. I, I really hate to lie on people and I can't really stand idiots yeah, in so general. Was- <laughs> so so and and the viewers that comes in you know they are i mean I, I i like to be nice to everybody but not everybody is smart so they come in they say some yeah. you know stupid things sometimes it just it just kills you inside right and then you have to be live you have to take care of your image you know you have to smile you have to yeah. wave and all. so it's not me so not everybody can be a streamer but yeah, if you I think unfortunately if, yeah um they're just going to be trolls, lah, right, in your chats and all. I yeah. think I, I do um, just watch a bit of YouTube clips here and there of the American streamers or Canadian mm-hmm. streamers like mm-hmm. this guy Stoes or Lily Pichu, all these people, right, Pokemon. I think they are, uh, actually, this guy Stoes not really. Lah. I think the others, they are more, they're generally yeah, more friendly. This guy Stoes is right? more, more towards my style. He's like, mm. but but I'm not, I'm not as smart as, his, as him because his style is he he, he do strategy <laughs> day game yeah. right and he all he talks yeah. about is the smart shit on the stream you know but I can't I'm yeah. not as smart as him really in fact I he's mean, super sombong he fact. he's super yeah that that kind of uh personality doesn't work here in Malaysia it doesn't work and it doesn't work in Southeast Asia in Southeast Asia you gotta be nice you gotta be humble yeah you know? even even if you're sombong yeah. in real life you have to be humble right. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, all about that, image, right? Yeah. There's a certain image you have to uphold to to be a mm. successful. I would say successful. If you are sombong and you stream anyways and you're not hoping for followers, no no problem. Go ahead and do that. No problem. You know, people mm. come in, they say some stuff, you scold them, whatever. That's up to you. You know, that is just killing mm. your career. But if you don't hope for success in live streaming or becoming a content creator, go ahead and do it. Yeah, you do whatever you want, right? Sendiri suka lah, no problem. But if you, if <laughs> yeah, you yeah. I mean, if you ask me like, hey, I want to be a successful live streamer. I would say it's like when you go to university, there's a certain test you take. And then you then after you took the test, they will tell you you are more suitable for whatever course and whatever career path. Yeah. It's the same for, for live streamer. There's a certain there's a certain there's certain things that you have to have to be a content creator. Your attitude needs to be the right attitude, the right personality. Yeah, even if you and then you you have to see whether you are able to act like it's like being an actor. But actor is you you only act during when the camera is rolling. But this is when you start the stream, it's rolling forever until you stop it. So if you mm. can put up the act like like uh what doctor is disrespect? That guy is insane, right? Yeah. He act from yeah. the start of the stream until the end. So this is why he's so successful. If you can do that, if you can do that, then sure. Then sure, go ahead. Man. I think you absolutely you're, you're absolutely spot on when you say, you know, the, the, the persona and the character that people play on stream. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, and you also mentioned, very interestingly, uh, about the kind of 
first this region uh, prefers, right? Uh, you think about, for example, like we talked about famous streamers like the Pokemon. Mm. Will we have something similar, or will they be? Uh, do we have something similar like that in Malaysia? And will we be? Will, will, do you think we as Malaysians will actually appreciate that kind of streams? They, I mean, there are Malaysians that do appreciate that kind of thing because I mean, people are very diverse and they have very different yeah. preferences. I, for me, I consume yeah. more Western content as well. Although I'm Chinese, I know Chinese. Yeah. I can read. I can understand Chinese, but I, I watch less. Yeah. Uh, Chinese show. Uh, recently, I, I do watch a little bit more because I need to understand uh, the culture of the Chinese uh, scene. Mm. Because in, in like Wild Reef and League of Legends, like me as a manager, if I want to go further, in, in, in let's say if Malaysia is not the country to be in, I would probably uh, go to China. I would probably expand my, my career to China. So I need to do yeah. that kind of research to understand. Uh, the content so the content yeah. like, I mean the as a live streamer you need to it's just like a business you are the business right you are the brand right yeah. you you are the brand as the live streamer you need to do your own research and then you need to decide what kind of uh, uh, what's that called direction you want to go for your personality and w- whether it hits or not you need to understand the market and you cannot you cannot just think like at the time I was like that also I was think I was thinking ah the the viewers in Malaysia is just like the viewers in NA or or EU right when you say something funny, uh, the chat will explode and spam emotes, you know. It doesn't work like that in, yeah. here in Malaysia. You have to, I mean, sometimes it takes a little bit of controversy, you know, saying something really stupid, <laughs> right? Sometimes it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to sacrifice your integrity sometimes, really. I mean, mm. that is that is if you want to do bad PR. But if you want to go mm. the goody-goody way, it, I would say networking is probably another thing that you need to to be very good at, you need to, which is which is the thing that I really hate the most, to socialize with people, right? <laughs> to 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 right. network out, you know, you must know. I mean, if if you want to be successful, let's just say you, if do you know the most famous uh, streamer in Malaysia? Are you friends with him? Are you able to shake hands with him, have a collab stream with him? Are you able to have a a, a very nice stream with a very famous uh, female streamer? That will help your views, huh? you know. But when you do something like that people would think like ah oh, this guy want to famous lah then mm. you know it's, yeah, it's yeah. sometimes the decision is really hard you know sometimes if you're too business think you you're thinking like a bit too businessy it, it becomes a very in chinese we call sangye hua right it's a bit too yeah. it's a bit too official like a very too too business style right but if you're too if you're too emotional and if you're too how how to say yeah? If you're if you're too emotional, you ikut sendiri, you know, you don't do research and you don't think about the logical way, it doesn't work as well. So you need to find that balance uh, if you really want to succeed as a streamer. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking about that, I have um, just sorry. Oh, so Regen, go go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, I just have one uh, one more point on the streaming. Uh, I know that you're on Facebook. You're a Facebook uh, gaming streamer. Mm-hmm. You know, there's also a lot of platforms now on like like basically Twitch and YouTube Live. What made you uh, come to Facebook as your uh, streaming option. I'm I'm just an addict lah. I'm just a Facebook addict that used for a very long time. I just felt like I just felt like okay. it's natural lah because I'm part of the market. You yeah. know, I because in Malaysia yeah. a lot of people yeah. use Facebook. It's part of the market. Like back in the days, it was Friendster. You know, if Friendster was, <laughs> yeah. if if Friendster can do live, I already do Friendster at that time because I'm addicted to Friendster at the time. So I yeah. I went there by choice. There's no. That I, there's no really like a logical thinking like oh I come to Facebook right, because Southeast Asia is a... but lucky for me I am part of the market 
right? So I stream to my audience, you know, and then but I I'm I consume a lot of international content, like on YouTube or Twitch. So when I first started out, uh, YouTube algorithm was pretty good, you know. Uh, they just let you reach out to people all around the world. So I was doing very well at first, uh, because I can reach out to North America and I can speak English pre- pretty well, decent lah. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's the best, but okay yeah, it's, pretty good, it's pretty good. Boleh jalan, boleh jalan, asal boleh jalan. Eh? So. <laughs> So yeah, I, yeah, I, I have a lot, yeah. And then I shared to like though at the time Mobile Legends, you know, I stream Mobile Legends. And then I just shared to like uh Mobile Legends Bang Bang Global Group, you know, Asia group. And I just share and then it, it just works. And at the time there's really little people doing it. So it's like kind of special at the time. Like people came in like, hey, this guy is streaming, hey, let's troll him or whatever talk shit in the comments. Yeah. Or just some people are just being nice. You know? And that's where I learn how to like deal with people. It's part of the growth process for me. La. It's like part of the you know yeah. Yeah, so so that's like the best of both worlds, right? You are addicted to the platform but you make money from it. It's like no problem now, right? I, uh, I, I did not I did not expect to earn that much money from it. But I felt like, I, I it, deep down inside, I know if I'm successful, if, I ha- I, if I'm able to gain a following, I, I probably can earn some money like, from it. And then yeah. I just, I just when, when I do something, I, I want to be the best, right? When I yeah. do something, I want to be the best. So at that time, I was the best. I was the best. Uh, but the, the the scene has changed now. You, you mentioned that uh, there was a, like a group that to share streams. Right? I don't think that works, you know? Nobody in Facebook is so free and then open the what the what the live stream group and then they go and scroll and see who is live now nobody is nobody is doing that. So the the scene has changed dramatically. It's already different. So back then when I was doing it I was the first mover. One of the first mover, I'm not the only one. You know? Uh, yeah, so so I do share your, the same sentiment as you because I put myself in 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 similar same position law. So for example, if I go if I go on Facebook right and I just randomly came across like a stream right, it's not that I'm gonna click it, and mm. and the probability of me clicking it is almost close to zero lah honestly because um there's just no sort sort of a connection or or how I can relate to the stream. That's why I don't even want to waste my time. Yes, unless on, unless on, unless yeah. unless that streamer is doing something that relates to you. Very dearly, like a, yeah. like a pro player, right? Yeah. Like a pro player. Yeah. That, that's why like, in Malaysia, in Malaysia, in Southeast Asia, we, I, I, I wouldn't say for everybody, but generally speaking, because I, men- I keep mentioning knowing the market, right? We, mm-hmm. we as a region, we as a race or whatever a region, right? We, mm. we, we, we look at authority, right? Uh, who is the authority in Warif? Who is the authority in Mobile Legends? Like like now, Mobile Legends, the paling famous one and paling pro, you know, is Solos or Team Bo- uh, the most popular Team Boss school. Why? Of course, there are a lot of factors. They are funny and everything. But back in the days, this is also another factor. First move, they were the first professional team, you know, that gained mm-hmm. the most traction. You know, like how Bajaya Dragons is right now for Warrior. That's mm-hmm. why being the first mm-hmm. mover, being first mover is very important. And then uh, being the authority of that that uh, particular topic is very important. If you're just a random guy streaming Wild Rift playing, uh, even don't want to say, uh, I mean, for me also, I stream, it's, it's probably because Wild Rift is not very famous, popular now. I stream also, the, the numbers is not that much right now. Uh, 
you know. But if mm. my players, you know, my players are streaming, the numbers are probably a little bit better. Or another mm. uh, player called uh, called Ozarawaki, he also he's also very he, he I mean he's also very long already in the industry. So he's yeah. the authority figure. So you want to you want to learn Wauri in Malaysia, you know what which guys you to find. Right. I, to look at. Yeah, yeah, and I think that totally makes sense. Yes. Um, just just learning from the people who are like the first mover, right? And speaking about that, right? And you were also mentioning about um, um, thinking about um, um, looking at the Chinese market. Um, I've been quite vocal about this in that Malaysia still got a long way to go. Um, we are not comparable to China to North American sea yes, where they are yes. so sustainable, right? Yes. Um, so. My my question is, since that like, you are way more involved in the esports and gaming industry than the both of us combined, honestly, mm-hmm. um, do you see that Malaysia has any potential? I mean, sorry, just just want to add right that mm-hmm. our government in the two or three years right has been focusing on esports development by giving funding. Uh, all those things but, I really don't care because yeah. <laughs> all of my all of my success has nothing to do with the government. Yeah, yeah. I stream yeah, yeah, my private yeah. business. I, I only pay tax. Okay, that's why I contribute, yeah. right? I pay tax. That's it, right? <laughs> as long as you do that, I think that's... Yeah, I mean, I, my success has nothing to do with them, but I have to pay them, you know? So, so <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I, I don't... I, I, I'm, like, in terms of official stance, I'm very neutral with the government. I, I don't want to yeah. say bad things about them. I don't want to say good things about them as well. But, uh... Yeah, personally, my success has nothing to do with them. And what, why was I talking about the government? Oh, because you're talking about uh, whether government support. <laughs> and, uh, no, I'm, oh, I'm talking about whether or not Malaysia right, has a ah, right, right. to reach its development uh, ah, okay. position where we are the leading or the first mover of the esports industry. Oh, okay. So, Bajaya, I, I'm not really sure lah, about this, but uh, Bajaya, we, we got into esports. Actually, this there's, there's no official reason or or me, of uh, me being told uh, why we are getting into esports. Uh, but I do know the reason why they hire me. They see the passion in me. They see the hard work in me because I have to send my resume and all the things. They, they have to know everything about yeah. me before they hire me. They have to put their trust in me of running this thing as the head. Uh, there's no, there's no, but my guess is uh, the future generations, the youngsters, they are watching. Like It's like the older generation, they watch football, right? And when they watch football, they see all the the brands at the stadiums, right? That's that's mm. this the same thing. It's the same thing. So esports they have the tournaments, you know, in Summer's Reef you see the brands, right? So it's it's just uh the next big thing is the I mean it's not it's it's already here la. it's just that Malaysia is so slow, right? Yeah, do you see what <laughs> yeah. is lacking, you know, in the it's, it's in just, the Malaysian space? It's just so bloody slow. I mean now uh for now it's already <laughs> three, four years. Three, four years for Malaysia, like seriously getting into esports, like I would say. Mobile Legends, yeah, PUBG yeah. Mobile, it's starting to blow up right now. But now it's a, at a very funny, funny state, in my opinion, because they only focus on these few popular games. And they do not yeah. look at other games like Wild Rift or like whatever, FIFA or Tekken or whatever. Like they, the, the following is just so laser focused, which is a good and bad thing. Which is a good and bad thing. Yeah. Probably because our population is just so uh, low compared to other regions, other countries, that being laser focused on one game and making one esport uh, title or or two uh, successful is uh, is probably our recipe for success. It's probably our recipe for success for esports, and it's the reason why it's blowing up right now. 
And for Malaysia, we still have a long way to go. We have to be more open-minded, things like that. Yeah. But, you know, <sighs> it, it, it takes a lot of uh, educate. Yeah, but, you, hey, don't you, stress. You, don't stress. No, 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 no. If you ask me, right? If you ask me, I'm just very focused on, mm. on me doing, like, my responsibility lies in Berjaya Dragons. You know, my mindset, my expectation is totally not Malaysian. Right? My, yeah. The way I train my team is uh, a mix of uh, Western western values and uh, Asian values because Asian values their culture is they work hard they work hard you know and then for uh, western culture they work smart but they don't really work that hard right so it's a two two clashing uh, uh, ideology la. so it, it's it's yeah. good to why not combine both probably that's why Southeast Asian we, we, we should be smart about it la. We, we take the western culture yeah. We take the Asian culture, we combine it together. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think then that 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 what what you mentioned, right? You focus on yourself, focus on Bajaya Dragons. I think then just gonna be a ripple effect into just growing the scene naturally. I yeah, think, I, I don't I don't care people say uh, oh yeah. War Reef is dying. Oh War Reef is dying. I mean I, I think you saw the the news and everything, but I don't give a shit. I mean I do give a shit, right? I do I I, I care. I do care. Yes, but I don't. It, it doesn't affect yeah. my passion. It doesn't it affect should, yeah. my hard work. Yeah. It doesn't affect my pro players yeah. trying their best to be the best in Southeast Asia. Yeah. It doesn't... Because our goal, when we formed this team, I did not say, look, we're going to be best in Malaysia. Dude, best in Malaysia is nothing. Really. Best in Malaysia is just it's just like that. And, yeah. and I tell them, you are here for a reason. You are here to dominate. Right? You are here to whack everybody. So if you lose, right? Every, when, you, when you lose... Uh, not to say lose like, when you win without uh, a, a good margin uh, that's unacceptable you know that's that's the expectation that's the the asian chinese expectation of you that i put into them right yeah, yeah. You know, dude, dude i'm super mindset. i'm super pumped right now i want to play some wild rift that's the mindset that's the mindset you should have <laughs> because because i mean yeah. if you play like i tell them if you play against malaysian teams and you don't whack them I mean, you don't whack them nicely. It's not that we want to bully them. It's just that look, we if you want to get good, we gotta we gotta do it the proper way, right? Yeah. If you yeah. don't have twenty kills, twenty team kills, and they don't have like, you, you if can uh, we give them zero kills, ah. right? <laughs> or, or one kills, you know? We whack them nicely, all yeah. three towers nicely, and then we end the game. They have no chance at all. That that is how you should dominate yeah. your local scene. If you don't dominate your yeah. local scene. How are you gonna do well internationally? You cannot even win your own yeah. countrymen, right? So Dude, that's I, that's how we should absolutely. think about it. Yeah, I just want to be in that absolutely. Discord chat, man, when you give the pep talk to your players. But uh I mean, uh, do you have any follow-up? Well, all I have to say is Eduardo, I think you are going to rival Yamato Cannon from Fnatic, the current Fnatic head coach, in terms of giving that powerful speech lah. So we want to get you out there as well. So we want to hear your powerful speech one day. I mean I mean no I, I do this privately. I don't do it on my, my own live stream. <laughs> like I said, look, because the things that I said just now won't be a very good PR move for Bajaya Dragons. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It, yeah. it it won't be nice yeah. to the Malaysian fans, right? Because as the yeah. fans the the fans want to see competition locally. Yeah. But of course me running the team like like no way. Who cares? Like who I mean, I'm not gonna give Geek Fam a chance. I'm not gonna give Sam Nine a chance. I yeah. want to, def- I want to, yeah. I want to stomp on them, and then I, I, my focus should be on Southeast Asia and Worlds, right? So that right. is the mindset right. we should have inside the team, right? But in terms yeah. of marketing, I have to 
think differently how to market our team in a way that we are humble, although we win. You know, if, even we lose, we lose uh, graciously, like because like we lost a uh, preseason, right? So that yeah. that is a thing that shouldn't happen. So it devastated me. It devastated the team. And we have to do changes. We have to make changes. Uh, what is the weakness and yeah. everything? We have to look at things in a very strict and logical way, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of management. Yeah. And then when it comes to okay, when we lock down our roster, really, that's where the Western values start coming in, right? I give them the yeah. the okay. Look, mm-hmm. you are inside here already. Yeah, you already train hard already. So let's think about the smart things, the strategies. Right? What can what can we innovate? What can we learn from uh, other regions? And then mm-hmm. uh, actually, the, there was a there's a, a news of uh, people saying that I bring rotan at them and everything. That one is just a joke, lah. But in, tr- <laughs> in tr- truthfully, I really sayang them, lah. You know, because these players, these players, they they are real. They came from a very difficult uh difficult background as well. Like one of the mm-hmm. players, uh, the the father has uh, diabetes, and then uh, just recently cut the amputate the leg, I believe, and then he's in surgery, right? Mm-hmm. That the mother has to take care of the father's business. Then yeah, so there's a lot of this um um backstory lah behind yeah, all yeah, these yeah. players, right? Yeah. yeah. Then he has to take care of the mother to help the business. He has a girlfriend. He has yeah. to take care of his girlfriend. He has he has to study at scholarship, maintain a high CGPA three point eight. Having two uh, uh challenger account in 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 Maurif and being a, the champion of wow. Malaysia, so I I I would I would say this guy is incredible, right? This guy mm. is crazy. Even and he's 21 years old, mm. you know. So this wow. guy is insane. Yeah. So I mean, at that time I I think if I'm 21 years old I would just I would just shut down, man. Like how would I? <laughs> and then there's yeah. another there's another guy, there's another guy. He 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 was kicked out of his uh home. Uh, at at the age of 16, for having an esports dream, just simple as that, uh, being kicked out, and then he 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 has to fend for himself until now, and mm. and being 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 champion is part of his dream. So when when we won, he he cried, you know, because I always I always have a, like a one to one thing to the players as well. Look, is there something that we can upgrade our gaming house? You know, uh, is your room okay and everything? He told me, no, this is very good. This is the dream, man. Because you have no idea. I I I was kicked out since I was 16 years old. I have nowhere to live, homeless. You know, uh, and when I made enough money, I ran a shitty place. You know, just to keep playing the game. You know. Yeah, I think people and, just take for granted um the the resilience right that these players have. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. If, not if, if not. I may say, you know, mm-hmm. sorry, if I may say, somebody who has uh, followed Bajaya Dragons here and there from their PCS, from acquiring PCS to now Wild Dragon, I'm very excited to hear, you know, as the ma- from the manager himself that, you know, we want to win. At the end of the day, we want to win. Whatever it takes, we want to win. We want to be the best in Malaysia. We want to best, be better, best in the region. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited to hear that and I'm really looking forward to the next level, you know, for, for, yeah, for, I mean, for, yeah, yeah, for this, I mean, especially. Un- <laughs> I'm not. I'm not compl- completely really heartless, lah. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> no, lah. We're not saying that. As <laughs> well. It sounds no, like no, I'm heartless. No, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. Really. I mean, where we are coming from is that passion that you have to bring a Malaysian esports team to the next level, mm-hmm. uh, to to that level for that matter. You know, it's something that we see a lot in, in, in as you mentioned, Western teams. They all they are they're not shy by saying they want to win, mm-hmm. right? And and you exemplifying that is exactly you know what I think the Malaysian esports scenes continuously need. Mm-hmm. To have that desire to say, hey, we're not just esports players. We want to win. We actually want to go there. We want to go here. We want to go there. So, you know, 
very exciting to hear all this coming up uh, from from you. Mm-hmm. We did, uh, Weijian and I did speak about this um, this issue a couple of episodes back, saying that um, the Malaysian players, right, when they are good enough, they are usually poached by an international team, an EU team, or an NA team. Um, I'm not sure whether it's, it 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 resonates in the League of Legends scene, but certainly in the Dota scene, right? Um, mm-hmm. A lot of these players, they when they get good, they either go to China or go to EU, right? Do, those are the two most popular destinations, and they don't stay in Malaysia to try to build up the scene. Um, but yeah, so so it's really refreshing now to to hear like Bajaya Dragons, right? Um, do want to um, grow this scene. And the Malaysian scene in general, but I mean, yeah. I also totally understand that. I mean, um, people people being poached to another country because why? Because this country has very little opportunities. The organization <laughs> yeah. doesn't want to pay yep. the, the players properly. Correct. You know, correct why correct. why why can I? I mean, why are we the champion organization? Because I pay my play the I pay the players the amount they deserve. Yeah. Because they are good enough. I pay the amount they deserve, and lucky for me, thanks to Bajaya, they are willing to do that. And it's 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 it takes a lot of convincing to my boss also. Like, look, we have to pay them properly. We have to take care of the the players. Is everything for the organization, right? If they win, it's good for us, mm. right? So at the yeah. end of the day, that we need to keep the players happy. It's not all about Eduardo. It's not about all about Bajaya. It's not all about. It's the players, right? If you want, if you want, it's just like same like running the company lah. If your employees are not happy, things are not gonna get done, you know. Correct. correct. So mm. that's the thing ah. That's why I mean the professional players. I I have no idea about the other games, but my guess is the Malaysian ecosystem, the esports ecosystem, is not good enough. Uh, even now, now, now it's improving. Now it's uh, improving, but it also comes from from foreign foreign countries. You know, look at mm. RSG. RSG is not a Malaysian brand. Mm. Right, mm-hmm. it, it, they are they are doing really well right now. The players are get, getting taken care of and everything. But but does it is it a Malaysian brand? Is it a Malaysian initiative? Yes, the the employees are Malaysian lah. But it, it it's a it's a FDI lah. It's a foreign direct uh, invest, mm. investment mm-hmm. from another mm-hmm. another country. You know, but I I I still want to keep my good relationship with RSG. I'm just giving an example actually. Yeah yeah. You know? yeah sure. RSG Malaysia yeah. they're very successful. But if you if you ask me, of course I have no idea where the money comes from But it, it's it's from Singapore, right? It start it started from Singapore, and then it, mm. they want to expand into Malaysia. Yeah. Uh, Weijian, you got any more questions? No, I think uh, I think I'm 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 all out for today. Yeah, I think uh because we hit the hour mark and uh, about the hour mark and don't want to waste mm-hmm. any more of uh, Eduardo's time. Um, so really thank you for joining us in this uh, session um, our, if, if, there's, if our listeners or anybody who want to reach out to you mm-hmm. um, is there any platform that you prefer oh they, they can and find most me most importantly to catch your streams uh, no I rarely stream nowadays but I do stream I do uh, stream once in a while to have I mean since I'm playing the games anyways I, I will just stream it lah, probably yeah. But I do enjoy. I mean, after streaming three, four years, uh, you know, all my games are shown online. I, I, I really enjoy playing privately right nowadays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's stress lah. Let's stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have to care how I look lah. Interact you know? the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. yeah I mean, yeah. they can, they can reach out to me on uh, Facebook, Facebook, uh, Eduardo Gaming, or they can, or they can check, uh, check me out on IG, which is how Joseph uh, found me, on, on Instagram. Yeah. 